0: The art of meditation is essentially the art of paying attention. (coughs) Learning for ourselves how we can skillfully and usefully develop our capacity to attend to our experience in a way that supports a deepening of the wholesome and an opening up of our our potential as human beings, through the qualities that we develop. And there are three primary qualities that we are cultivating within the way we give attention to our experience. And The first is the quality of, of gatheredness, of focus, of steadiness, and a simplifying and unifying of our attentiveness by the simple process of bringing our attention back again and again to where we are, to what's happening, to the simplicity of this body, sitting, breathing, to the simplicity of each experience that arises. And in the beginning of our practice or in the beginning of a retreat or even of a period of sitting, generally useful just to Give a little support and attention to this simplifying, settling, steadying of the attention by just bringing it into contact with the chosen object. And in this case, we're suggesting using the breathing in the body, sense of the body sitting and breathing. And so, all the range of experience that might be of value and of interest, of which there may be plenty. We, we just choose to put that down to begin with. To not pick it up. To not engage with it so much. And then over time, we actually start to open to include a wider range of experience. And the second quality of the attention is the quality of has the speaker it's gone? gone. Yeah. I wondered if I heard something happen. But I wonder if it was the power. Because the power seems to be gone. The light's gone as well. Would someone at the back just try the light switch? I think the whole power's out. If if you, just some, if you could just push one of those buttons in, it should turn a light on somewhere. No, it didn't, did it? No, I think, I think the power's out. That's yeah that's on battery. Huh? Yeah. No? I think the power's back. I just saw that system switch on and this has started flashing. So I don't know if this is working now, is it? <laughs> Thank you for letting me know what was happening and, uh, so we, we begin as, I was, as as I was saying that the kind of the, the thread begins with a certain simplifying and emphasis towards a focusing steadying and stabilizing of the attention and this this capacity for the, for the for the mind that's so often fragmented or sort of conflicted and distract in ways to just be gathered and collected, to come into some degree of focus and with that a certain steadying and calming is kind of one of the foundation qualities that we're cultivating. And it's supported through that simple intention to come back again and again to where we are. And to the simplicity of our experience. And the second quality is to do with with openness, to do with the willingness to receive, to Allow, to accept, and to, in a way, touch our experience, be touched by it. And this has a, has a quality also of kindness in it that this element of our attention in which we are open to encountering what's here, that this also gives space for ourselves to be having the experience we're having without imposing upon it some idea, demand, or expectation of how it should be. And so that this this capacity to just oh yes this too, is a very fundamental expression of kindliness. And if we we think how it is for us when we, if we if we meet someone how we might wish to be received, just that acknowledgement of allowing ourselves to be, being seen for who or what we are, and allowing ourselves to be, we experience that as a kindness, as an, that sense of acceptance, of allowance, of an openness, and. Um, we can see in those moments where we kind of sort of open to experience, but in order for it to go away. Like, yeah, I'll be with this if it will go away. How that's not really kindness. That's not really acceptance. That's kind of a a more subtle and, we might imagine, more spiritual sort of strategy for manipulating and controlling experience. And it would be a little bit like as if we encountered someone, and they say, oh, how lovely to see you. Are you leaving soon? Um, and we'd realize that, oh, yes, there's a little bit of a mixed message here. And um, so we could, you know, the, I think Ram Dass it was who said once, you can't be with something in order for it to go away. Because it knows. And there's that way in which, of course, it knows. Because it's we. it What we're being with isn't separate from us. And that urge to get rid of our experience actually impacts upon us more than it does on our experience. And so this quality of openness, of kindness of allowing, oh can I meet this too? It doesn't mean we have to like it, but we can bring a sense of care, a willingness to be soft, a willingness to be tender in our meeting with experience and when the experience is challenging or difficult, that's particularly important that we have in mind that sense of that particular quality of, of kindliness, of acceptance, of allowing. And so that might mean allowing the way our body is feeling. might mean allowing the way our mind is reacting. might mean allowing the other experiences that come to us, such as sounds or images or whatever else is going on. And just seeing what's possible for my heart here. Can I open to, can I include this as well? And the third quality of the attention is the, the quality of curiosity and investigation. A sense of not trying to figure things out or, or sort of conceptually analyse and make sense of experience by thinking about it, but a certain openness that is born of understanding that we do not yet know all there is to be known about our experience. That there's room to understand it more fully, more deeply, and the the image I have that I find useful for this is—it's a little bit like a, like a um, a child. If you see, see, ever seen a small child encountering a beetle or a strange creature that it's not seen before, the sort of the, a wide-eyed fascination, like "Wow, what's this?" Rather, than, it's a beetle. I know what it is. You know, it's scientific categorization is—you know—beetle, beetle, you know, whatever it is. It's like no, that's not curiosity. That's not, it, it's more the sense of, ah, oh, what's this? And how would it be for us to meet our breath and that spirit? We sometimes find it a little sort of, ah, oh, yeah, I've been here with this breathing or this body or this, you know, I've done this meditation before. And yet to come fresh and say, oh, but, but what's happening here? How is it that it comes to be that this experience arises and arises in this particular and unique way just now? And the how is it isn't to try and figure it out as an explain it, but it's more like, what's actually happening here? Seeing if we can bring that quality into the meditation. A sense of freshness, a sense of interest, a a kind of a a stepping back from the habitual way we tend to relate through our ideas and our concepts and therefore keep ourselves a little distant from the experience. So in that that development of sort of steadying and focusing and gathering the mind, it brings us close to the immediacy of what's here. And then we notice that if we're not really open to, if we're not really willing to open to what's here, we stay somewhat distant. And as we open to it, we become closer. And as we become closer, we also will start to sense where when we're relating to it habitually with familiarity, And that old expression you know, familiarity breeds contempt. It's like when we think we know something, we don't fully honour it. We don't really give it the value it has. We can't see that so easily. And so there's, again, a degree of closeness, of intimacy that comes with the experience. And with our life, in fact, when we bring that sense of curiosity, of interest into the attention, into the way we're paying attention to experience. And so, so with that, then we can see how the process also of the meditation begins with the simplified sort of, there's the, the attention, the way we're paying attention, and then there's what we're paying attention to. And we start off paying attention primarily to the body, feeling the posture, sense of breathing and sitting, or in the walking or standing, that posture, what that feels like, getting to know on the inside the experience. And then acknowledging that, of course, it's not going to be only this, but whatever else starts to come in. And working with pain, as we were as we were suggesting yesterday, just noticing and opening to those places of discomfort or unpleasantness. Seeing, can I allow this to be? Can I see where the appropriate response is, sometimes to stay with, and just soften around? Or develop my capacity to just to hold myself with kindness in the presence of discomfort. Understanding that, of course, we may well be able to adjust our posture and uh, take the discomfort away. But, of course, for some of us, and for most of us at some time in our life, there will be those painful things we can't just avoid by adjusting the posture. Those ways in which we encounter the difficulty. So there's a learning and a training of heart and mind to Be able to open and connect and be present even in the presence of the difficult. And nonetheless having permission to change the posture if one needs at such time, so we don't get into a battle with our bodies. And the world and the realm and experience of hearing too. We can listen. When the sounds come and just take it in. This is when the bell rings or we hear the sound of someone moving in the hall. Or these words, just listening to see. What is it to be present and awake in the presence of hearing? So that sounds in themselves do not need to be a disturbance or a disruption, but simply an experience. And likewise, Images that may arise in the mind. And thoughts too are not an obstruction if we see them for what they are. For now, the invitation is mostly just to disentangle, step back from that mental activity. Just coming back into the body, coming back in contact with the breathing. But with a sense of openness and receptivity to whatever arises, and we start to notice that this experience is fluid. No one breath is exactly like another. No one moment is exactly the same as the moment before. The fluidity of life is something we can begin to give attention to, to feel what it is like to be a living, breathing human being in this condition where things are not fixed, where experience changes. And understanding, because it's changing, there's no need to hold on to experience. It doesn't make sense to try and grasp or hold on to the changing experience. Allow it to move not grasping that which we might find pleasurable not pushing away that which we might find unpleasant or difficult finding our balance and the capacity to simply know the experience as it is just like this just like this however that might be for you in each moment And if you feel quite steady and less easily pulled away into thinking and reactivity, allow the attention to be more open, sense of body and sound and breathing. And the the sense of simply being present can be quite open, without needing to direct the attention so much. And if, however at times, as will be often the case, we feel more easily pulled away, drawn into thinking or reactivity, we can just give more emphasis to the simplicity of attending to the body and to the breathing, just gathering the attention in a little more. Focusing a little more. If there are strong or repetitive patterns of thinking or waves of emotion that arise for us, and this can happen at times quite naturally in meditation, what can be really helpful is just to tune into the body and notice what it feels like in your body when the thinking or the emotional process is taking place. There's always a correlated and corresponding bodily experience when thoughts and feelings are expressing themselves. And we easily get drawn into the stories, into the thoughts and the images. It can be really helpful just to step back into the body to notice, oh, what does it feel like? when this is taking place? What do I feel and experience in my body? Where is it showing up? And can I be with this? Can I make space for this? Sometimes it's useful to be quite close to that experience in the body. Sometimes it's useful to give it more space, to give it plenty of room. And if it feels too strong or overwhelming, just to back off move the attention away to where it feels perhaps more neutral. And so exploring for yourself what allows a sustaining and deepening of this simple connection with experience, with this moment. to see what we might discover, to see what may be revealed in this simple and yet intimate engagement with our life, breath by breath, moment by moment. Thank you. the uh, end of the sittings as you may notice I'd like to take a moment to express in this particular traditional form my sense of appreciation and respect for for what you're doing for what we're doing here together it's not something anyone else needs to do although some may feel moved to or have a connection with us but for me there's something about bringing my hands together in front of my heart and just a sense of a bowing of just to not take for granted how remarkable it is that we choose to do this, despite how difficult and at times confusing or um, challenging it can be. How you know we choose to engage in a process of waking up, and this is a really beautiful and blessed thing. Not sometimes in the midst of it all, we we kind of forget we're sort of struggling with this or we're sort of engaged with that and just coming back to honouring what we're doing here without trying to evaluate or measure progress in any particular way although of course we will try and do that but not needing to hold that too tightly and just uh, to really honour what you're doing I think is so important and certainly I do. There's There's a quality of wholeheartedness in the way we can bring ourselves into this practice to just really give ourselves fully and not hold ourselves back. In some ways this is one of the great arts of practice. What is it to give myself fully to this? Not looking to get something from it, but more just to give myself to being here, to being present, to being awake, to this deepening of openness and interest in our engagement with each moment, with each experience. And so going, moving into the walking and uh, continuing to also give attention to that that balance between sort of focusing and simplifying, and sometimes we might find ourselves just dedicating our attention to the simple and exquisite refined details of a step, of just what it is to lift our foot up and to feel it moving through the air and returning to the ground. It might be just that simple. Or just noticing what happens as the toe presses on the ground just before it lifts off just something that particular might seem what's useful and other times it might be more just the whole sense of a, a human being moving in the landscape and the and the trees and the wind and the world around us and knowing that we're here in that as we move or as we stand and there's not a hierarchy of better or worse or right or wrong in that between the very gathered focused and precise And the the very open, the very inclusive, the very spacious. Exploring for ourselves what's actually useful here. There's no one way that is always the right way for everyone. There's only, what happens when I do it this way, right now? Oh, okay, it seems useful. Oh, maybe it needs a little bit more gathering in. Or maybe it needs a little bit more opening out and being willing to explore without needing to kind of get it right or somehow know that this is the, the best way. Well, oh, There's a learning that takes place as we explore in that way. Okay, so let's see what happens if we try it this way a little. It can be in some traditions one is given a very firm and strong direction as to exactly what you must do and. Each moment and there's a lot of more emphasis on the sort of the technical side of meditation than certainly is my inclination. And they can have some real benefits and value. There's a kind of a simplicity in always just knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. Following the, the structure or the pattern of what's been said. You do this, you do this, you do this. And there's also a limitation in that we sometimes then kind of imagine that the technique is what meditation is. But meditation is in fact much more this process of an open-hearted and curious engagement with our life in the present moment, as fully and wholeheartedly as we're able to. And to see what that can offer us, to see what that can reveal, which which is vast in fact and profound, what is possible for us to discover in this process, in this journey. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.